Hi, Fly. Hello, Claude. And hello, Brenton. G'day, well, guys. We have <laughs> our first guest on All The Gear. No idea. And to say that we're excited is actually a little bit of an understatement because <laughs> we've been talking about this for quite some time and it's finally happened. We are so excited and we just realised Brenton has a really good podcasting voice, unlike Pi and I. <laughs> yeah. Much better than ours. Yeah. Um. Mate, do you want to you, just, just, let's just dive into it because I'm, yeah. I'm keen, keen. Yeah, let's dive into it. Okay, Brenton, tell us a uh, bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm in Orange, so I went to school with these two. Yes. Um, I am a photographer full-time career. I also do video, TV ads, now a photo booth. I had an unsuccessful clothing line, which is like, <laughs> it was interesting. Tell us a bit about that. That's, you just mentioned that briefly before. So basically I found a way, I was like, how can I make more money? <laughs> and I was like, I've got a decent following on Instagram. Like I'll be able to pull this off. Yeah. And so I went on Spreadshirt and I had all these like designs, like single Pringle and all like these like oh. crazy shirts. I was like, this will be fun. And the main idea of like, if no one buys them, I'll just wear them to the pub. It was yeah. like, yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird, like I had like support your local fuck boy, like all sorts of <laughs> weird like shirts. And I was like, yeah, people will buy these. And so it went on my website. I didn't promote it at all. I had it on Spreadshirt and I made probably about 50 bucks off it. And I was oh. like, sweet. Someone from overseas bought something. <laughs> Don't know who. Um, and yeah, so I had a clothing line. Then I took it down because my mates found out and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Did you cover your costs or was it just a cold, hard loss? Oh, it was a pretty hard loss. So <laughs> it's okay. You learn from these things. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just mentioned that you have a, a, like, you've got quite the Instagram following. How, what is your Instagram handle and how many followers are you clocking up now? So my Instagram is just Brenton underscore Cox. So really simple, guys. <laughs> we forgot to say sorry to cut you off. Brenton is from Brenton Cox Photography. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, Instagram, I think I hit 10K and then I went down. <laughs> I yeah, went before or after you launched the shirts. <laughs> I think that was probably, yeah. <laughs> Man, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> wow so that i'm sitting on nine now maybe i don't that know is awesome it's yeah it's interesting and but, is that the main promotion of your business like is that uh, what you i think? would say probably like in terms of when people look at a photographer's reliability yes they look at your quality but then also they look at your followers so like they go oh yeah this person's definitely noticeable like and yeah okay very interesting before we had you on just when we were curating a few questions we um had a good stalk of your instagram (laughs) and you've got over like 700 posts so i scrolled like right back to one of your first images and it's like it's they were incredible back then but like to see how it's evolved (laughs) is incredible oh thank you Yeah. yeah very 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 clever so um when did you start taking pictures and where did your passion for photography come from? So really it started like five years ago. So I was 14. I got my first camera, which was like a D5500. I still have it in my office. Oh. And so, cause I just don't want to sell it. <laughs> yeah. And so I started off doing that. Well, before that I started off with my iPad and I was like obsessed with taking photos on my iPad. It was like year seven at school. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, like I can do this. And so I had a a cousin who's like famous on Instagram. He's verified. I was like, man, okay. And I like, I didn't realize that until recently. And so he came up, um, I think it was for a funeral or something. And he had all the camera gear. Like he had all the lenses, all the sponsorships, like he was killing it. And so we went on like a little photo shoot and he did this photo where like I was taking it and he was jumping off this rock at Mount Canobles. And basically, like, he was like, yeah, this is how I edit it and showed me. And I was like, man, this is so cool. And so just went from there. So, like, I started doing that. Mum bought me a camera for my 14th birthday. Then it came to year 11. I got asked to do wedding photography. So there was a lady in town who was doing wedding photography, like, was the big wig in town. Um, And I started working for her. 
So like that was two years. So like every weekend of year 11, 12, straight to a wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like all up, like I've been doing this for three years as a job and like five years all up, just normal. Wow. That's pretty, that's very impressive. Awesome. Um, my turn. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to ask a question. I think you just answered it then, but possibly not. Have you had any formal training in photography? Not really. Like it's more of a like just wing it. Yeah. Like a lot of the jobs. Like I was shooting bedheads the other day, and I had no <laughs> idea how to do bedheads. Like no idea in the world. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like into interiors. So they're oh like, oh my god, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> lovely lady, she did that to me, Christy. Um, and so she was like, do you want to come shoot some stuff for us? And so I'd previously been shooting couches for them. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, no idea ever how to do this and like swatches and all of that. And like, oh yeah, no, so it was really fun. And I was like, so everything I do, I wing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Most things when I'm starting out, I'm winging it. <laughs> so yeah. it's more, quote unquote, says you act confident and no one will question it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weddings. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that is awesome. Do you, so when you edit, do you edit in Photoshop? No, so Lightroom. So a little tip to anyone that wants to learn how to edit, Lightroom. It is so good. You can buy presets, which like speed up your workflow. They're like filters. Yeah. And then you can adjust everything and it works so well. (laughs) Wow. And so don't use Photoshop because Photoshop's confusing. I don't touch Photoshop. I can second that. I'm trying to learn Photoshop (laughs) at uni and I think I've got grey hair because of it. It's stressful. Oh, it's it's insane. Photoshop, yeah. Mm. Lightroom. Okay, well, watch this space, guys, because Pineye's Instagram feeds out to get a whole lot better. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Um, So what does a day in... The Brenton Cox photography life look like. All right. So, like, well, I woke up. Today's a prime example. <laughs> I had a day off, but it's not really a day off. Yeah. I woke up. I had a wedding inquiry. I had a bloke, another videographer in Orange, asking me, like, hey, did you book in that date for next Tuesday? And I was like, oh, no. What? <laughs> yeah. And then I had a bloke ring me up for a chocolate commercial this morning. So I got to do that, and that would be fun. Um, then I had Piney Brewing ask me for some stuff, like photo product stuff, which is fun, free beer. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something I wanted to ask. Do you get like perks out of taking the pictures? Yeah. Oh my God. So like clothing, <laughs> um, like accommodation. I had to do some photos for this architectural company and I got free accommodation and all these like perks. Awesome. So it's great. Like there's so many perks. I was also going to do this road trip with this girl. From Queensland, we're going to go down to Victoria, then we're going to go to the um, 12 Apostles. And so we were going to do that. And so she was sponsored by New South Wales Tourism. Oh, shit. And so, yeah, she did did all this video. Like, she did all this video. It was really cool. And so she was just finishing school. um, And so I was going to do photos. She was going to do video. And it was going to be this really cool road trip in, like, a little, like, combi van. But then COVID hit and I was like, ha. So then it all got cancelled. No. Oh, my God. That's one of our quick questions. How did COVID affect your business? So a lot of wedding photographers suffered. Yeah. I was lucky that I was sort of coming out of working with other people and doing my own thing. And I was like, look, it's probably not going to work out. And it did. And like, I tripled what I thought I was going to make. <gasps> I was like, everyone wanted to go online. Everyone wanted to go digital. So school events everything like products just went through the roof people were like can you do this we need this now and i came in the cheapest in the market worked my ass off and it was like cool COVID didn't affect me i was like man i'm still making a decent amount wow that is and so, awesome yeah COVID probably is the reason why i'm still doing this is because i didn't realize how much photography can make <laughs> yeah and so yeah i was like okay more than centrelink <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, Centrelink's still good. Way more than Centrelink, <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> wow. So, so were you going to give up photography? For a period of time, I was like, oh, I want to go do something different. I was like going to travel or do something different. I was like, I just need to stop doing it because I was getting sick of it. I had done over 53 weddings. It was 53, oh. 52 weddings already. 
And the thing is, is like I couldn't post any of that work. I was finding it really hard to get back into the wedding market because the lady I worked for, like for all fair, I had signed a contract, like agreement, like I can't use any of the images, which like sort of sucked because one of the images of a wedding where her camera failed went into this magazine, this really big hurrah magazine. And I was like, oh, and all like some of her website images are mine. And yeah, it was like, it was pretty cutting, but I was like, no, like it's all fair. Like I signed an agreement and she taught me so much. So I was like, I was getting sick of it. Yeah. Like recently I was starting to get sick of it. I was like, no, nah, like I'm so over this. Mm. And so I launched a photo booth. I was like, yeah, stuff it. Let's, <laughs> let's do something different. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Do you want to ask for the original question? So what is a day in the life like? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I'm so, go on, I really no, did go off tangent. That, that is fine like, all the time. <laughs> uh, like it is wake up, either edit or go to a job and then go to the next job, go to the next job and then pretty much come home. Come home, edit and then upload, invoice and then do it all again. It's like I don't really have much time and it's very full on. Like it's crazy. Wow. Like it was like after New Year's, I had one like a few days off after New Year's and then it was like for months. It was just like every day of the week from Monday through to Sunday, just work, work, work. Wow. Mate, this goes really well into our next question. Yes. Um wait, I've lost it. I think I deleted on my page. Is that wait, how's your work life balance? Oh no. Yes. <laughs> Recently, a lot better. I'm starting to go do more things, like start planning days off, being like, no, like I need time for myself. Yeah. But at the same time, there's always like a work email. There's always an inquiry. There's always something to do. So it's always like it's in between. Yeah. It's one way or the other. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, I have to apologise. Where Brenton and I are at my house and Pies in Wollongong and – Roscoe's barking. Peggy is trying to attack Brendan right now. <laughs> and Aww. she's very dirty, so I apologise. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> and another question, do you feel like you're missing out on your young life as your work schedule is so demanding? For a period of time, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, it's two things. Like, I get to experience so much in my job. Yeah. Like, I get to do so much that, like, most people won't normally get to do. So there's a benefit to that. Like I'm getting to do all these events and see different people and meet new people. But then there comes a time where like, I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't go to like uni. I don't have a party life. I'm just like focused on work. Mm. So probably to answer that. Yeah, it does. It does affect my like younger years. I'm slowly trying to figure out how to balance the two because it's definitely a hard thing to do. Like I love it, but it also like makes me hate it a little bit because of being <laughs> yeah. young and wanting to be like, oh, yeah, let's go out and have a beer like at the pub and not being able to because I've got like a job the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is – is that something you've come across a lot? Because I could imagine, particularly with that sort of creative job, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see. Do people sort of take – I don't know, just not understand how demanding it actually is? Well, yeah, so a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I can just ask a photographer super last minute or they go, when when I give prices out, they go, oh, that's really expensive. Like you'll see people complaining about photography prices a lot. And while, yes, it's fully understandable, like when people are charging $600 for three images, that's a bit <gasps> stupid. There was a lady that recently did that and I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> when that's the case, yeah. But there is like, there's so much work behind it. But that's with any business. It's like you're marketing, you're talking to people, like you're planning out your schedule, like you're missing out on like little life moments as well to fit other people's accommodation. And a lot of people will book last minute, not thinking about it, especially this year with wedding and the catch up of COVID weddings. Everyone's like last minute, oh yeah, but they don't want to spend the money on photography. And it's Mm -hmm. like, look, these is so much work. There's like editing, then there's ordering the prints and then there's ordering the little custom box with their names engraved, all those little extra like details. Mm. And yeah. And there's me. Oh, and then there's meetups for contract signing and deposits and all of that, that you've got to like, can't like factor in. And then you've got your expenses. So like, there's so like, there was so many expenses to it as well. 
Wow. That is yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, it was, it's crazy, yeah. That leads into another question. Mate, these questions are just killing it. <laughs> um, kudos to Claude for writing them. <laughs> um, did Brenton Cox photography happen naturally? Or as you just said, you obviously work very hard for it. It really, it's happened really naturally and it's happened mainly because of Orange. Like being in Orange in the Central West is so good for growth for small businesses. Um, but it's, it's happened, like it's happened over three years and now I'm starting to like reap the benefits of it. Yeah. But um, I'd say like it, it is very natural. Like there's no way that you can sort of like just make it happen out of thin air. Yeah. It's like. You have to do a few freebies to get a few, like, proper jobs. Yeah. That sort of thing, yeah. Wow. And do you, I in Brenton Cox Photography, is it you running everything? Do you have any staff or anything like no. that? No. So it's completely myself. So wow. it'll be, like, all the editing, all the emailing, all the invoicing, like, everything is done by myself. <laughs> so every little, every little detail, like, website design, which I hate. Like, I've got to start blogging. I've got to do all this behind-the-scenes work, which I don't have time for, so it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, wow. But so yeah. how many hours a week would you say you actually work? God, I wouldn't have a clue. I'm probably up from, like, 6 till 12. Wow. Most, most, most days. Holy jolly. And that's so it's definitely more than your 38 to 40 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at the same time, in saying that, like, yes – it's great to work all these hours, but I couldn't justify working like 32 hours for like $25 an hour. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I had that contemplation. I was like, no, I want to work for a team and be in like with a team environment and go to Bunnings or something. And it's still, it's still in my mind. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. If anyone sees Brenton out there cooking the Bunnings snacks. Man, honestly. Oh. You know what happened. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it is, it's so lonely. That's that's the worst part of it is it gets really lonely with the office and like just doing everything yourself. <laughs> that leads into one of the other questions. <laughs> what is it like being a young person owning your own business? Lonely, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's lonely. Like it's lonely for all the behind the scenes stuff. I'm lucky that I've got so many great mentors that like help me with a lot of things. Um, but it's also so rewarding. Like people like look at you a little bit different because they're like, oh, you're doing something successful and yeah and my family used to be or my grandfather like used to be like how are you making money in this like and doing what you love and it's just like it's perfect it works out really well I'm doing what I love and people are respecting that and I'm meeting so many fun people like in the industry yeah wow so how um wow <laughs> yeah, like well, you know, it just how... like wow. We yeah. need to start trying harder. <laughs> yeah. So, but how do you get people to take you seriously as a young person owning a business? Because it's kind of a rarity. I haven't really had any issues. I had a few like issues with people booking weddings where they're like, "Oh, you're so young." Um, but most people have really like taken me seriously. Like my thing is, I'll put in the work. I'll rock up on time. I just. I'll be there. I'll do what I ask. And they seem to respect that. Um, of course, I'm going to have a few people that are going to be like, oh, he's so young. Why are you doing this? And there's always a shock when I'm at a wedding and the bridal party actually asks me how old I am. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 19. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and so there's always, there's always that shock. Like I'm doing work for a school in Orange. And I went out one night and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm like, I'm 19. I'm allowed to enjoy my life. <laughs> And they're like, oh, man, we thought you were older. And so there's always that shock with people going, oh, you're success- like, well, not successful, like you're going well in your business. Like I've still got like a long way to go to do what I want to do. Yeah, but to have the workload you do, like invoicing and getting back to people, being professional all whilst this is happening, like usually that's something you comes with age. And Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, not really, like. You sort of pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. Experience and, wow, that's that must be a, like a, a bit of a pat on the back when people do think you're older than what you are. And I guess it's like is an, um, attests to your work. Like actions speak louder than words. Yeah. 
Oh, it's it's fantastic. Like, and then those people that go like the big thing, especially in photography, is people go, "Why aren't you get an actual like proper job, or are you gonna actually go to uni?" <laughs> and I'm like, I say, I most people, I'm like, look, I set a goal to make a certain amount of money, of which someone who would go to uni would make, and I am easily making that. And I said, why would I go to uni and do that and do something I probably wouldn't love when I'm doing the exact same? Mm. And, like, it probably sounds probably a bit cocky, but I was like, no, like, I didn't expect to do that. And I was fully expecting to go to uni or do, like, join the army or something to try and, like, feel those normal characteristics of people going, oh, yeah, you should do uni or you should join this or be in the workforce, be a tradie. And, like, maybe in the future I'll do that because photography is a very finite thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Peggy is loving Brenton's sick right now. Oh, if I look so at this, <laughs> she's just like weaseled her way in here. And oh, she's <laughs> just <adorable>. loving it. <laughs> <laughs> she's so fluffy. It's great. Oh. <laughs> Do you have a dog? Yeah, I got a little Jack Russell. Oh, maybe they should be friends. <laughs> uh, what's our next question? Um, can you say that? Ten? Yeah. Um. What tips and advice would you give to someone else thinking like sort of in a situation where they're like, oh, I've sort of like I really love something, would love to do something creative, but like I should do the traditional path and go to university and because I don't want to like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you get what I mean? Like yeah. what you did. So I like. I would say, like, to anyone doing something or f- have found something that they really love to do, and it isn't financially supporting you, it's probably not going to financially support you for a long time. And if you put in the work, then it will. And you got to see ways of which that will make you money in the long run. Um, I'd say, like, if you love what you do, while you'll eventually hate it, sort of, <laughs> you'll you'll have moments where you'll hate it because it's something you love, and it's the reason why it's so special is because it feels like you can't do it. Yeah. Um, but like definitely just pursue it. Like give it a go. Like I gave photography a go for I said I said to myself, I'm I'll give it a year and see how it goes, not expecting it to succeed. And it did. And so if you give it like just give it six months, three months, a year, like see how it goes, put the work in. That's the biggest thing is like try like try it. Try it out. Put the work in. Did yeah. you have to put yourself out there or people came to you? For the first while, I had to put myself out there. I had to do freebie events. I had to like really email people. Then like, hey, like this is what I offer. And then eventually you start getting those recommendations from those people you did the freebies for. And like I'll still do freebies. And it's that whole snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So like at current moment, the only people that I do, like I'll chase work for is the freebie events where I'm like, it's a charity. And it's just like, go, if you're into like photography or into digital media marketing, um, just go, go to your local like sushi store or whatever. And just ask them or like go to a family that, you know, and just ask them like, cool, how can I help you guys out? And I just want to learn. Yeah. Wow. So do you have a portfolio? Do you build a portfolio? Is that, I hear people say that in photography. <laughs> what would you say your Instagram's your portfolio? So Instagram's really great because it's my portfolio. Like everything is on there. So all my photos seem to be on there and I'll market for certain like events that I want to start doing. So like I'll start putting some wedding content out there soon. At the moment it's photo booth. Um, I have a portfolio so on my website. It's really hard to update it. And then I'm really lucky that with photography, your the software I pay for, that I send my clients galleries out, also has a way of sending like a link which just shows everything. Wow. Okay. But in we, terms of yeah, a portfolio, no, not really. <laughs> we are in awe. We are so impressed. Not that we weren't yeah. going to be, but just like. <laughs> Yeah, we just see cool stuff on Instagram. Like, wow, (laughs) Brenton's killing it. But, yeah, wow, Brenton's killing it with a lot of 
bloody hard work attached to it. <laughs> oh, it's but it's it's hard work, but it's also like work that I love. Yeah, mm. and that's the thing. But then you guys are killing it in the podcast game. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. No, like, no, no, you are. Like, it's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, we you should, the the gear setup that we have going on right here, guys. Claude and Brenton are like, <laughs> yeah. I said to Brenton, I'm like, sorry, we're gonna have to get very personal because <laughs> we don't have mics. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, I, we already answered that question. <laughs> um, this is something. So, Nick, do you want to say this? I keep, I keep stealing all the questions. <laughs> no, go. I can't. Go um, you know how people say, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life? Do you feel like that reflects you? Uh, okay, so do what you love. Yes, sort of. And it comes, it comes a point. You can do what you love and then hate it. Like a few weeks ago, I thought of quitting photography. I was like, I'm so sick of this, like just sitting behind the computer editing. And especially being younger, you start to hate it because you're like, oh man, like I'm missing out. But there comes times where like you'll do like a project or you'll meet certain people that is like, it just boosts you up. Mm. I find every time I finish shooting, I'm like on a different high because it's like, it's great. It's like you're fun, around all these fun people. It's so fun, especially when it's a good vibe. Like, yeah. oh my God, it's like next level. And so then you, they're the moments that you go, oh man, I love this. And like the little journeys, like I was doing a lady um, who was having a baby. So she had a baby shower. She had a baby cue. She had a baby reveal for her husband and she had a baby reveal for her family. Like the lady like just has all these events. But it was, like, so great being a part of that whole journey and then, like, taking photos when the baby's born. Like, it was, like, this whole journey. And I'm, like, man, I feel like I'm a part of their family. I hope they made you the godfather. (laughs) I don't know. I need to ask that. (laughs) And so, like, they're the moments. And that's, like, any job. Like, once you finish a project or, like, you do something that you really love and you have, like, a final product or you're meeting people, then it just works. It's great. Yeah. Wow. But then, then there's the computer hours and all the other stuff, which <laughs> that, makes you hate it. <laughs> I feel the exact same about uni. So I'm, I think we've done the podcast this before. I'm doing interior design. And when I'm like sat there for five hours trying to figure out Photoshop and I'm about to smash my computer, I'm like, that's it. I'm dropping out. This isn't for me. <laughs> and then I find some beautiful tap the next day and I'm like, no, this is for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's those little things. It's those little like things that we really love. Mm. Like I'll sit at the computer and it'll like freeze and then it'll crash and I have to wait for the hard drive to load up and then I have to wait for the computer to turn on and then load the hard drive. And it's like this whole hour process after editing for ages and it just like crashes. Yeah. And so it sucks. But it's those little things of like when you deliver someone's gallery, like I didn't realise the value of printing till recently and like printing and giving something physical to someone. Yeah. And like, oh my God, it's the nicest thing. Like I was doing Mother's Day sessions and I bought these boxes and I was like, look, if I make a little bit of money out of this, it's great. But like, I want to have that like impression of like, I'm doing something really good for people. And so like I did all these prints and like these boxes and prints are really cheap. I didn't realize how cheap prints were. 10 cents. 10 cents. I was like, man, okay, cool. And so I was like ordering these custom boxes with their names engraved. And I was like, I'm loving this. Cause it's like, <laughs> they're like sending these really nice messages afterwards. And I was like, oh, yeah. it melts my heart. Aww. So it's fun. Oh, there is nothing I froth more than a printed <sighs> photo album. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. I love that. Have um, you ever had an incident where you've lost like the um, SD card or? No. So I've never had an incident of an SD card. But when I was first starting out, I had an incident with a lens that fell off my camera. And so I'd only had one professional camera at this stage. Um, And so what happened was is Nikon's, like the system I use is Nikon and they're weatherproof. And so what had happened is the bolts internally of the lens had fallen off. And so half the lens mount was still in my camera and the lens had just fallen off with the other half. Nothing had smashed. It was just like this bit was jammed in my camera and I couldn't get it out. Luckily, he was in town, so I ran straight to Rick, and he was like, look, there's a chance that your camera won't make it out of this, and I cried. I was like, man. <laughs> I rang everyone up like, hey, Sorry, do you have a <laughs> hey, do you have a camera that I can borrow? Because like, like, this is a big job that I was doing for Hotel Orange. I was doing all their drinks and stuff like that, and so I was like, oh, man, what am I doing? And the guy, like, Rick was like, oh, look, you're probably going to have to buy a new camera, and I was like, man, I don't have the finances for this. <laughs> 
Hey, you got to bloody watch them at camera house. So, yeah. <laughs> we know Rick, we used to work at the camera house. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very scary. That's the only incident. But then insurance covered it because I bought, I had insurance. The following week, I had gotten insurance. Oh, guys, oh. always get insurance. Oh. And so I'd like so to debate it because I like public liability. Insurance is so expensive for photography. Mm-hmm. And to insure all my gear, it was like a nightmare. And I was like, thank God I had it. And yeah. it just like it paid for it. I was like, sweet. <laughs> wow. That would be terrifying. See, is there a lot of pressure involved in taking pictures? Like particularly maybe for weddings? Oh, for a wedding, like missing the first kiss. Oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> like if you miss that first kiss, you might as well just say goodbye. Like there's so much stress in that, in like graduations, like any like thing where it's like a short period of time and then it's over. Like, it's stressful. Wow. Um, especially, like, weddings. A lot of people won't do weddings just because of the stress. Wow. And, like, it's crazy. But, like, there was, like, I had a wedding where they wore a green tartan suit, all the boys. <laughs> and they were planning it to be dusty. Now, everything was bright green because it had rained. So they just blended into the landscape. Oh. And so I was stressing that whole wedding on how to make their suit look decent. Yeah. And so, yeah. There's, like, all those little stresses, like, oh. Sometimes the bride's wearing too much makeup and you're like, oh, man, whoops. <laughs> yeah, do you ever have any incidents where people don't like the way they look in the pictures and you're like, well, I can't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's, that's the hardest thing. So most people really hate the way they look. Like I, I hate getting photos myself, will not do it unless I have to. Really? Even those videos I had to do for the photo booth, I hated every instance of it. <laughs> I hate it. And so I find people, yeah, like they hate the way they look, but if you can make them feel confident and like relaxed, which is mainly like the start of most family portrait sessions, most um, wedding portraits, anything, if you can build that relationship where they start trusting themselves and seeing their real beauty, because everyone's beautiful in their own way, right? Like you don't have to be a model, but like you're still going to be attractive unless like something's really bad's happened to you or something. I don't know. But like... (laughs) Most people, <laughs> most people I've photographed are really, really beautiful people. Yeah. And it's, and then you just have to figure a way of showing that in images. Maybe they don't look, their face doesn't look the greatest, or maybe they're a little bit overweight, but that's, that's them. Yeah. That's the beauty of like an image. It's them in that period of time. And so I go, look, you can be uncomfortable and it's all about making them comfortable yeah. and enjoying yeah. themselves. And I think the best thing as a photographer is you make people realize their beauty and how like mm. how how really nice they are, yeah. Because everyone's got like a, everyone's really nice. There's very few people that are like assholes yeah. in this world, <laughs> unless it's it's only hurt people, right? That are really assholes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so yeah, I get to like, I get to be a part of those little like moments where like you make them feel confident, and realize how like amazing they are. Yeah, jeez. It's great. So at your weddings, is it just you at a wedding? Yeah. So sometimes I'll work with other photographers in terms of they'll hire me as a second shooter. So if there's a big wedding, you need two photographers. But a lot of the weddings I'm doing at current moment, I'm doing solo, which is all right. You can get everything done. I've got two cameras on me, so it's fine. It's <laughs> out of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like when they do when they do the flower toss and they walk up the aisle, oh, yeah, like I'll stand there and one camera I know is going to get the image and then the other one, just in case, I'm like clicking away on it <laughs> and it'll probably have grass photos or something on it. But Ooh. like, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, so how do you, how do you use two cameras? Are you really focused so, on one and one's just hanging and like just snappy happy? So one camera, so basically when I use two cameras, one's a wide, one's wide to zoom and then one's really like zoom to further zoom is how I normally do it. Or you'll put prime lenses on, which are like better quality lenses, but you can't zoom them. So they're fixed. So you either have to walk close to someone or you have to walk back. Wow, that's scary. So that's that's normally, like most people will use primes and I, really? I, I've started to use primes. They're, What's primes for us on photography? <laughs> <laughs> so primes are a fixed focal length. So like if you have a zoom, like a zoom lens, it'll say from 24 to probably 103. Yep. And so you can zoom from 24 millimeters to 103 millimeters, right? And so 
what a prime is, is without that. It's like 85 and that is built for shooting 85 metres away. Oh. And so they're better quality. They're great. But they have the limitations of if you're doing something where you need to change a lot. Yeah. So you're like yeah. running a marathon to get close enough to. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there, there's, a, there's a change. So you can go from wide to close to wide to close. Sometimes I'm shooting zooms. Sometimes I'm shooting primes. Some people like to shoot just primes. Some people like just to shoot zooms. I like to be in between. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool. Cool. Gav, you can um, take the wheel. <laughs> what is your, what's a, a favourite image you've taken? Man, my favourite image would have to be, and I've got it on my wall in my office, on Mount Kosciuszko. Oh wow! So, like when we went on when we went on that year was it year nine? Yeah, we'll yeah. have to post it on our Instagram. That year nine excursion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to find the copy of it. Um, we went on the year nine excursion, and I had just gotten a little point and shoot camera, like nothing special, really like crappy. Everything really had to be in black and white because yeah. <laughs> and so I'd taken this photo of this man on Mount Kosciuszko, and it's it was in my bedroom for a period of time, but I moved it to the office. And it's this man standing on the edge of this mountain with all these like clouds. And I originally posted it and it took off. It went on BCF Australia sponsored it for a while. Oh, and wow. then BCF and fun. Yeah. So BCF, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boating camping and fishing store. <laughs> they had sponsored it and they were like posting about it. And then there was Tourism Australia also like put it on their Instagram and it, like it took off. And, like, all these people, like, sharing it and all this stuff. And I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> and so, yeah, I had that printed off because um, I've only I've only really got, like, my early photos printed off. I'd love to do some photos, like, that I have in Sri Lanka. Yeah, oh. I when I scrolled back fast through your Instagram, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish, I wish I could print some of those. I wanted to do a book, but, yeah. <laughs> no. The clothing line sort of shot that idea down. <laughs> What is your favourite subject to shoot? People. People weddings. It's stressful, but it's so much fun. It's like... We're so excited. Oh, wedding, <laughs> weddings, like, it brings you so much joy. And the thing is, it's weird being a photographer at a wedding or a videographer because you think a normal wedding, you're probably going to be the bridesmaid or, like, the groomsman for, like, three, four weddings on average. Yeah. And you get to experience just the boy's side or just the girl's side for that whole wedding. I get to experience that over 52 times. Like, <laughs> and I get to experience both sides. I get to build those bonds with those couples before they even get married, like engagement shoots and all of that. Like you get to hear their love story, their whole their whole story. And like you can see like when they give their speeches, if they really love each other. <laughs> I've, heard, oh I've heard some shocking speeches. <laughs> and like it's weird because now I'm like, man, do I get married or do I not? Because like I've got all these ideas. Yeah. It's like, it's weird being in the wedding industry. Like, have you ever done catering for a wedding? I have. I've played at a wedding. Yeah. See, do you know, like, that feeling where you, like, look at a wedding and go, man, that's what I want. They're like, that's cool. Mm. And you start picking out. Yeah. So I'm doing that for, like, every instance of every wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's, that works. That doesn't. That works. Oh, wow. And so it works really well, like. God, yeah. Future career, be a wedding planner. Oh, I'd love to. Because you've seen it all. It'd be so fun, but stressful. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be very stressful. But yeah. How, um, how do you sort of find your style? So Claude and I, we follow quite a few photographers on Instagram because we are both very creative people and love photography. And you, like, I was trying to f- find a word to describe your style. Do you have a word that describes it? Um, I try to keep very like light, bright and sharp. Um, like I went for that really dark teal. I went through a very weird stage where I was doing teal when everyone was doing teal and doing that whole overseas style. Then I went to like really moody browns and I can still do moody browns. Um, I'm slowly. I did notice that in your Instagram. Yeah. Brown stage. I'm starting, I'm starting to get into the moody browns a little bit more. Um, (laughs) It depends. It depends on the shoot. I like to keep just light, bright, clean because I think that's something that doesn't age, which is a big thing. I think a yeah. lot of these brown image photographers that are doing weddings, well, it looks really good on Instagram. Sometimes they don't look good in print, but at the same yeah. time, it's going to age, I feel. That's how I feel. It might not. Like, who knows? But no, 
I think that's a great point. Yeah, I like to keep really just really simple, like light, colorful. Um, I'll try and add a little yellow, like hue to it. That's just my presets. I like to play around with that. Um, I went through again, like I went through a black and white stage where everything was black and white, and some <laughs> very interesting photos of people on park benches and all that weird stuff that you like when you get an iPad. You're like, yeah, I'll take photos of that, and that'd be really cool. <laughs> And then you go like black and white. You're like, yeah, I'm artistic. And then you'll go, you'll go to that really like saturated look. And you're like, yeah, the colors are really popping. And you look, you look back on it. and You go, oh man, I wish I had the files to these images. Like, oh, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. How do you like? How do you actually take that sort of street photography? You're taking pictures of people on park benches and stuff. Do you have to ask them? Or can you just sort of go around and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of people well I was gonna do like I was gonna do photography teaching and one of the thing courses I was gonna do was um, street photography. And from legal point of view, as long as their face isn't in it or not recognizable, you can take their photo whether they like it or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, don't oh I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So I think that's the case. I don't know. Not 100% sure. That's what sure. they do on the news. When they film people, yeah. they just like, cut their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that. I think that's what you can do. Maybe. I'll have to check. <laughs> yeah. But like... Brenton's in prison in a few yeah, years. probably. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. The most exciting part. No, we're joking. We want to hear about, you like, the stories at weddings and, like, just all the goings on. Oh man, weddings. There's like crazy like stories where the grooms drop the bride. There's oh. ones where like I had this um, lesbian wedding and it was so fun. The the um, celebrant, he had this like Game of Thrones hound mask and he was showing everyone and he like they were getting married with wands and like all this like it was like <laughs> it was like it was it was ner- it was like this nerdy thing and they danced to the Thomas the Tank Engine song <laughs> and my god I've never seen someone dance really cool to the Thomas the Tank Engine song. <laughs> Is that even possible? <laughs> but then like there's moments where like people like dancing. Oh, dancing is so sexy. Like you got like dancing is like next level. Like if you can couple dance, oh my god, <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> like. It's like when a good couple can dance, and I, and I say this to anyone getting married, please learn how to dance because it's always like the groom is always like just like slowly dancing and like you could tell that they didn't learn or yeah. didn't try and it's like, man. And then you compare it to someone who like knows how to do it. Oh, it's like this sexy like little dance and like everyone's like, man, ho. Oh. Wow. I but then there's like mind. there's bridesmaids <laughs> like showing their asses to camera there's like bridesmaids that like hit on the photographer and videographer <laughs> and that's, that's always like a perk like <laughs> it, that's always funny um Brenton's just there for the ladies <laughs> yeah oh there was a period of time yeah where I was going through a breakup and weddings was a great time for me <laughs> oh so you know relationship advice become a wedding photographer <laughs> after a breakup because it changes <laughs> um no like it's interesting because you see like people doing gifts for each other and you hear really good speeches. Like there was a British crew and all the groomsmen had this speech where they were going to like talk about all the people he'd slept with and all like really bad. Oh, and as photographers, we came in like, no, no, you can't say this. She'll leave him. <laughs> but like, no, 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 you have to keep this quiet. And then there was a footballer that I did like photos for. It was one of my first jobs and they're no longer together. And you could tell they weren't going to be together. So you can see like weddings where, People are going to either stay together or not stay together. Wow. And you see those really true love stories. It's it's weird. It's great watching it. Um, yeah. But then there's like like there's one where the groomsmen and the bridesmaids all used um, these emojis to like tell the story of how they like met because they met like on a dating app, oh. which is like a common occurrence now. And so they were like using emojis on how they texted each other. And then there's one that actually printed out this graph, which was this big, big graph of like time spent with the boys. And then when he met her and then like that commented. And it was like everyone was laughing. There's been some really like I love the speeches. And like yeah. even though the most boring part to take photos of, they're great because you can sit back and just like listen. Yeah. <laughs> and you're normally like sitting, but it's so awkward. You're always sitting between like people in an aisle and you're like leaning down so no one sees you because you're hiding. Because yeah. very much like a job we shouldn't be seen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also you get free food or well, most of the time. There's a, there's a lot of weddings where you don't get fed as a photographer. That's a big thing. If you're a venue, 
and you're listening to this, please feed your photographer because <laughs> we get really hungry because we don't eat all day. <laughs> It sucks. It, like that's one of the big things with weddings, is not eating, because you're like you're constant. Like you're going from the groom's house to the bride's house, to then straight to reception, and then you're doing all the details, and then you're going straight to the ceremony, then it's straight to reception, and it's like there's no time to eat. No. So the photographer passes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I've been I've been so hangry sometimes when like doing a wedding, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, there's the times where you're like eating in an alleyway. <laughs> I was doing that a couple of weeks ago. I was eating in an alleyway. It was so cold. And I was like, the food is so good. And I was like, just eating away. And then they were like, can you come do photos? And I was like, I felt so embarrassed. Because I was like, oh, I should be taking photos, not eating. <laughs> so Let the man eat. You need yeah. to sustain life. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that, that's another thing about photography that a lot of people don't realise with weddings. You're, like, you're just so constant. Yeah. And like at the end of the night, you get home and you're like, oh, I hate this. And you like, <laughs> eat for like 14 hours and it's like, oh, kill me now. <laughs> and you go home and you're like, oh, I have to back this up because what happens if something happens and you yeah. lose their wedding? Oh, man. Yeah. That would be, that's like my personal fear for where if I ever get married, I'm going to be terrified if something ever happens to my wedding photos. And that's, that's, why, the- that's why I hire a professional. Like I have to shoot two cards. So it'll go, the photos both go on two SD cards and then they both go onto two hard drives when I get home. And those hard drives, one goes in the safe, which is like fireproof. So if anything happens, it's there. And the other oh one's God. just in case. And like those images will stay in my hard drive for like 12 months. And it just clogs up all this space and I hate it. But that's what you got to do. Because the worst yeah. thing you want to do is be like, man, I worked 14 hours and I have to refund <laughs> 5000 or so, so and so dollars. Yeah. Crikey. But then... And then you're shooting, like, I, I shoot probably more expensive cards. Well, I had to because my camera only takes SD cards and then these XQD cards, which is annoying because they're, like, $400 for, like, a 24 gig card or a 64 gig. No, 64 gig oh. was $300. Oh and then God. 120 gigs, I think it was, like, $600. And I went for the longest period of time not buying them. I was like, no, I don't need it. And I was shooting one card. And I was like, no, you need to shoot two cards. Wow. That is very because isn't a normal SD card sort of about twenty bucks? Yeah, about six, like twenty sixty bucks, depending on what you get. Yeah, wow. and so those cards, I cried. I went to Camera House to go buy one, and I cried when they said the price. Jed McRae served me, and Jed was like, "You sure you want to buy this?" And I'm like, "I have to." <laughs> it's just my livelihood. Oh, yeah. it is. That's yeah. that's the worst thing. The expenses, like I was spending. Um, a few weeks ago, $500 a, a week on AA batteries. Oh, wow. Because rechargeable ones weren't an option. And so I was like, this is not sustainable. I need to be ethical. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and bought a lithium battery and a brand new flash in it, which was cheaper. was like, oh, why did I not find this? Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. So that's another thing with the price point with photography. There are so many expenses Yeah. to it. Hidden expenses. Yeah. Wow. Um. So where do you sort of see yourself in your business in five years? Man, if I'm traveling, that'd be great. I want to buy a van. I really want to buy a van and tour around. <laughs> yes. That's on, the, that's on the list. I could sell you mine. <laughs> do you actually have a van? Oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, wait, that's your, are you doing it up? I'm, I'm going to, um, it's like for my business, but not my business, but yeah. Are you going to put like a bed in it and like go touring around? Please do. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, if you want to sell it to me, hey, I'll buy it. <laughs> you are probably great for yeah. your business. Tax I'd deductible. Just yeah. buy yourself one. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm just learning about all the things I can claim on tax. I'm like, wow. Everything. That's great. Fuel. Everything. Fuel, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> um. Man, yeah, I want to buy your van. <laughs> I saw one the other day. It was twenty seven thousand, but I had too many Ks on it. Yeah, and I was so tempted to buy it. Wow. Yeah, I had everything in it though. Oh, my van. So, life. so would you be um like traveling and taking photos, or moving away from the sort of wedding, sort of like a singles spot job sort of thing? Probably. Like, I would love to travel around and tour around and do that type of stuff. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff for some drag queens, so that might do something. There was a talk of, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, there was talk of it, like an Amazon Prime show, doing stuff with them, 
and like taking photos with these drag queens, which is like crazy. I never thought I'd do that. They're really yeah. fun people. Strongly recommend. On like your bucket list, go to go to a drag queen show. It's great. It's funny. Oh my god! Like I'm as straight as straight, but it's still funny <laughs> to go to them, and they're really lovely people. Um, but like I don't, I don't see myself doing photography probably in five years. I see myself either doing something else or, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. A lot of people burn out at around ten years. <laughs> there was a lady in Bathurst who was doing it. She did it ten years, and I asked her how much she was making. She was making half a million dollars. Of these sessions. Mind oh. you, she was doing like a lot of things that like I can't do as a bloke in the industry. She was doing a lot of like babies and like boudoir and all of that type of stuff. Um, and so there was that. And that was amazing. And she was making all this money. And I was like, cool. So like, why'd you burn out? She said, I just started hating it. She said, I loved it for eight. And the rest was just like hell. Wow. But it has a burnout stage. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think you'd do instead? So like something in the team environment? Oh, no idea. <laughs> work at Bunnings. I'll go work at Bunnings, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I'll start getting a super and work at Bunnings. Man, that'd be great. <laughs> do you think that you could go back, since you've owned your own business now, do you think you could go back to sort of um, like not being your own boss anymore? See, that's the hardest part. I was always like, if I go do something else, if I hate it, I can always come back to photography because I've spent all the money on the yeah. gear and everything's there. I've got the portfolio now. But in terms of like going for another job, I thought about it. I thought about working under other people. Um, it was really hard to think about it because I've really never worked another job other than photography. So I sort of like, other than like my little bit of experience when I was overseas working on boats, I've got no experience in the work industry. And that's a little bit scary in terms of, what happens when I'm like 30 and I hate photography and yeah. I decide to have a midlife crisis and go work at Bunnings? <laughs> yeah. Like, are they going to accept me at 30 who has no work experience and says he's a photographer? Like, is that going to be valid? Yeah. So is that, that is that scare? I'd love to work and do another job, like a bar job or something with people. But then you just don't get the adrenaline rush like you do with a wedding or a family portrait or that connection. Yeah. I think that's that's the thing I'll miss the most if I ever leave it. Like, I'll always be doing photography. Like, I'll always have my camera and taking photos of a trip or doing that free photo shoot for a mate that needs a photo. Like, that's always happening. But, like, long term, probably won't be doing photography for that much long, like, that much longer. Yeah. But who yeah, knows, maybe. Like, maybe I'll keep doing it. Who knows? Like. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Will you cool. remember us when you're, like, shooting for Vogue and... Yeah. <laughs> National Geographic. <laughs> Man, honestly, hell yeah. I need to come shoot your interior designs. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, oh, I need to, after this podcast, I need to send you some, can, like, emails. Can we to collab? <laughs> yeah, no, there's some, like, the great thing is you meet all these really cool, like, people and contacts. And oh. so I'm doing a few architectural companies in Sydney, which do a few projects out here. And now they're starting to want me to go to Sydney more. And so there's all these, like, yeah. <gasps> So we'll sort that one out. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. No, yeah. they're like, and they're always so nice. The people that reach out, like, yeah, I was going to go out to Cobar. I had no idea where Cobar was to shoot <laughs> mine caves. Unfortunately, I said no to the job, and it would have been great to have done. So the next travel job, I'm saying yes to, which yeah. was today, which I've sent the quotes out for. But yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. So, what, yeah. Um, wait, do you have any questions? I'm just so excited for Brenton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was great. It was fun. I was going to ask, sort of, what would you give someone who's just starting out, just sort of just wants to do it maybe as a hobby, but like me, I've got a, I've got one little camera and I love taking pictures, but it, I sort of just like go around in circles. And what would you <laughs> give like a tip to someone who just wants to start out? I'd just- say, look, go to the bottom of my Instagram page and look how shit the images are. <laughs> like they're, they're really bad. Like you go down there and it's like, okay. But, like, over time, it's consistency. Like, if I take a year off photography, of course I'm going to be shit. I'm not shooting it all the time. Oh, am I allowed to swear on the podcast? Oh, okay, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be crap. <laughs> but, like, it's that constant. Like, if you're going out and you're going out to the beach and you're doing something that you really like and you're taking photos of that nice sunset and you're doing it constantly, you're going to be, like, one day you're going to go, oh, if I turn this setting on, it looks really good. And it's that whole experiment. Just experiment. Like, that's what art really is. It's experimenting. Um, that is like quote. We're gonna put that as a quote on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just, you never 
like learn anything from not make trying. Mistakes. And like you make a mistake, like you overexpose the sky. Okay, cool. All right. The next time you go out and you take another sunset photo, it gets better. And so mm-hmm. over time, it's just going to get better and better and better. And the more consistent you do it, the greater you'll be. And then you might say to yourself, okay, like maybe I should do this as a job because that's what I did. I was like, oh, yeah. And I got the opportunities then to do it. And it was like, cool. It just took off. Yeah. Wow. But for someone starting out, like is it, that's in anything. Like if you have an idea of something that you want to do, just go out and do it. Because like you can either sit at home and sit in your ass and do nothing. Mm. Or you could go out and get it done. Yeah. No. And so, yeah. It's like with you, like go take your photos, print them out, then start learning how to edit, start learning mm-hmm. what RAW is, like just watch YouTube videos. I think yeah. that's, that's, that's the consistency of my life at the moment is YouTube videos <laughs> on how to do this video and how to do that video. Yeah. Because I'm just starting it in video. I'm shit at it. But like. I probably wouldn't say that. I've seen a couple of the really yeah. cool videos you put up. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't say that shit. But like, it's just experiment with it. Yeah, that's yeah. all I can say. And print print out stuff. Like, it makes you feel so good when you print out a photo. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that was the first podcast I listened to you guys, like, talk about was the one about printing photos. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My mum um, is a very keen photographer and we have, like, those humongous plastic story containers fill, uh, fill, full of just prints. Like, yeah. she would have, like... Yeah, hundreds of thousands yeah. of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's good. Like, yeah. No. And then, like, experiment with different things because, like, there's all sorts of things with, like, photography. There's drones. There's, like, GoPros. Mm. There's all sorts of different ones. And, like, end of the day, the camera really doesn't matter. And, like, I can go back to my old camera and still take semi-decent photos. Yes, it helps. But the you same You could time, go back to your iPad. <laughs> I could go back to my iPad, Yeah. Even though I, I hate taking photos on my phone, I really do. I refuse to. Oh, wow. Like, I find there's too many distractions on your phone. This is, this is one of the big things. I hate when people take photos on their phones, and especially at weddings. Everyone's got their phone out. Yeah. And it's like, be in the moment. And that's one of the things that cameras sort of do. It's like, you take that photo, and instead of, like, sending it off to all your friends and family straight away, you have to go home. You have to put the SD card into the camera. It's a whole different yeah. experience. While, like, you're sitting there and you just put it on your story. Mm. And it's like, okay, it goes in your story for 24 hours and then it sits in your feet, like, in your, like, photo grid for yeah. ages. And so it's like, okay, cool. But, like, a photo, you have a bit more, like, connection with it. Mm. You yeah, bond no. with it more. I absolutely love that. I completely agree. But, like, and also, like, say you're out for dinner and you take a photo of, like, that meal that you've got, Right. What are you then going to do? You're going to like Snapchat to people or you're going to like, you're going to message someone. You're like, you're going to see all the messages that people want to do. And that's just taking you out of that being social with people. Yeah. Wow. So, so wise. Yeah. No, but like, it's just like, I, I hate seeing people on their phone and I hate it when, like when you're at like a wedding, it's like, you're there for this like event. It's only going to happen once unless they get divorced. <laughs> and even then you're not going to see the other person. <laughs> And, like, cool, live in the moment. Like, I'm mm-hmm. here to take the photos. And if you've got a camera, then great, even though I hate people that have cameras at weddings that are hired to do it. Oh. accidentally tripped them over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had one bloke at a wedding and it started raining, so then everyone had to, at beekeepers, so then we had to go into the, like, hall thing and they went straight into the ceremony and they were just about to do their first kiss and this bloke was about to walk in front of me and I, I put the shoulder into it. <laughs> I felt really bad. But, yeah. Jones! I, like, I felt so bad, but I was like, if I don't get this, I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> I'm going to hate this. Like, they say, oh, you didn't get our first kiss. Well, your first kiss is already going to look crap because it's this weird thing behind you and there's a toilet to the background because it's raining <laughs> oh. and, like, you're pouring wet. But, like, yeah. Wow. But yeah. What do you think makes a good image? A story, enjoying it. Like if you enjoy an image and you go, wow, I really like this, or the people that you give the image to turn around and be like, man, we really like this. This is like cool. Yeah. Then sweet, you've done your job. Or they feel confident in themselves when they see that, like a big thing. Yeah. Like um, I had, a lady had this cape veil. And if you're ever going to get married, wear a cape veil. Don't wear a head veil because they get annoying. 
Kate Vale's are good because you just clip them off and you're sweet. But you can still do the really cool shot where you put the the veil over your head, like the two of you, and you come nice and close and it looks really romantic and cute. And it's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> See, Brendan, uh, Brendan Cox um, wedding event. Yeah. <laughs> event <Coming> management. <laughs> Only, like, you've got so much experience. Like, not, not you know, all person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. so, yeah, wear, wear a Kate Veil and don't do, I did my auntie's wedding recently. She got remarried. Um, <laughs> please, to all the blokes out there, do not wear what you woke up in to your wedding. What? They're, oh, what? I've never been more embarrassed in my life. So, we don't, oh, I can't say that on podcast because they might listen. Um, so basically, he wore bright green board shorts. You're kidding. And an oatmeal like shirt. And then later on in the wedding, he was wearing these bucket hats that would like he had changed the color of them. Now, I was like, man. Was she in a wedding dress? She had a lovely wedding dress. My oh. auntie had a great wedding dress. It was really nice. You know, it was cute. And he had never been married before. And it was, it was a very bizarre wedding. There's some very weird weddings that you go to and you're like, this is a wedding? Right. <laughs> but like, oh, man. Hmm. Yeah. Well. One of my wedding tips, please wear a suit. And please don't wear something that also is green if you're getting a wedding where like there's going to be green grass on a farm because mm. you're just going to blend in and it's going to be a nightmare for the photographer, especially if you're a redhead. It's probably a bit targeting. <laughs> but like they're probably, they're probably not going to listen to this. <laughs> I don't think they follow me. Yeah, I think our analytics say we don't have any redhead in the list. <laughs> so we're in the clear. Man, wouldn't that be cool? It tells you, like, if you have a redhead watching. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Percentage of redheads, yeah. Awesome. No. Wow. Well, do you have anything else? I just want to ask, what's your favourite light to shoot in? Like, morning, like, golden hour? Oh, sunset is, like, fantastic. I hate shooting middle of the day. Can I make it work? Yes. Does it look good? Yes, unless the sun's really in your face. A tip to anyone that's doing photos, backlight everything. If the sun is in their face, turn them around. I don't care if the background's shit because sometimes, especially Borodell, beautiful location, amazing views, but the sun is always in the wrong spot and it's always on their face. And so you just turn them all around and you get better photos of them. Oh, so you don't want the light coming at them. You want it behind them. You want it behind them because then you can play around with it more. Wouldn't that give you a silhouette? Me argue with a photographer. No, no. So like, like you shoot like, so it's like the background's probably overexposed. Okay. But then you can like, at least the people look better. Yeah. The background can look shit, but like, you're not there to take photos of a landscape. You're photos here to take photos of people. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the sun goes down, then take photos with the amazing backdrop. Yeah. But yeah. they're gonna look crap. There's no point in taking the photo. Yeah. Wow. That's great. So another tip: if you get married, do not get married in the middle of the day. Or <laughs> if you're gonna have your marquee, at least make sure you're getting married with the sun behind you. Because there's nothing worse than no, all your wedding yourself. photos looking like you've got black and white, like black and white on your face. Because mm. yeah, it just, it's a nightmare. Wow. We'll keep those in mind. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should rename this podcast Brenton's Wedding Tips. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have so many. Oh, God. We're um, switching it up. I don't know if I said this. Were we live when I said this? Um, we're all the gear, no idea. Brenton's <laughs> got all the gear and the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just come co-host, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to with all these amazing tips. <laughs> yeah. We just have a segment, Wedding Tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Pi and I froth everything, weddings yeah. and babies and mm. just all that. Yeah, babies are fun. I'm sorry yeah. with babies. You <laughs> might bad. be getting married soon, Richard. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. That's a scary thing. I don't know. I don't have time. <laughs> you don't have I don't time have to time. get married. <laughs> I'm probably getting married. I'm a bad partner. <laughs> workaholic. Not yeah. a workaholic, just dedicated to his business. Man, yeah. <laughs> Well, should we leave it there? Yeah, I think so. It's been so much fun. Um, What is, for the people listening, what's the best way for them to contact you? If you want any more people to contact you. If you really want to contact me, probably don't do it by email. I have too many emails. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, If you want to contact me by email, it's brennacoxphotography at gmail.com. Otherwise, just like 
contact me on Instagram, send me a DM, it's easier. It's main platform I'm on all the time. If you send it on Messenger, just send it to my private account. Um, yeah, my private account, not my like Facebook page because I have to, yeah, the messages don't come up. So, awesome. yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> I think right, thanks for having me, our guys. first guest, has it's gone incredibly <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun. You're a real talker, so that makes it that <laughs> makes it good. Yeah. yeah, see, we didn't get on any like crazy topics like I was, Wait, tell I was, us your daringest story. Come on, this isn't a tall PG this podcast. Oh uh, like in terms of like a wedding story? Anything. Oh, uh, I had this bridesmaid and she was so attractive. Oh god. Actually, I have got two stories. <laughs> I had this bridesmaid and she was so attractive. Like she looked oh, what's that actress? Emma Watson. No, not Emma Watson. Emma Stone. She played Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, Kira Knightley. Yeah, she looked like her, like exact replica, and she had these really cool tattoos. And then, and but the only thing that was different is she had like this like dyed red hair. And so, like we were sort of hitting and off, flirting, and then I got invited to like an after party. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Oh my god! But then oh there's god. like there was another wedding where I had this like friend that I hadn't seen in ages, and like I hadn't seen her for years, and I went to this wedding, and all of a sudden. This girl's like looking at me and I'm like, I know this face. I know this face so well. And this had been like five years. And so I like, we were like talking to like everyone else, like my boss and myself. And then I I click and I'm like, oh, this is like Brianna. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen her in years. And that's why she's looking at me. And it was like, it was so funny. Like she did not expect me shooting her mother's wedding. But it was really weird. The wedding was really weird because they would... The groom's the groom was a twin, and the bride oh. was also a twin, and oh. they had both married. I think that was what happened. They had both married each of the. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, really interesting. Like sisters married brothers. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> crazy. Oh yeah, that's great. Cool. Um yeah, some other there's many other stories about <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> Because after after breakups, being a wedding photographer is great. Yeah, I and I would not be good for those right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, I had a wedding uh, two weeks ago where someone thought I looked like Patrick Swayze. So the whole time they'd say Patrick, and I I didn't know who Patrick Swayze was. So then I started what? watching. I watched you don't Roadhouse. Know who no, How I had it. Is Roadhouse. I, Roadhouse is great. I love it. It was yeah, fantastic. Pie, you need to watch Roadhouse. Oh, have you watched actually, Ghost? I still haven't watched Ghost. No, I really want to. Have you watched Dirty Dancing? It's Nancy? on my list. I hadn't seen Dirty Dancing or The Notebook until I, I was what? holding off. I was holding off. I wanted to go see them at a drive-in. Oh. I wanted to see Bathurst did the drive-in and I had a friend at that time. <laughs> and so we went to the drive-in to go watch them. And they were back to back, and I was like, "Okay, the Notebook's really good, and I really like Dirty Dancing because yeah. it's dancing, and oh, dancing is like next <laughs> level. <laughs> I love it. Going to Sydney and like dancing with Latino people—they're great. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's good if you're ever in Sydney. Just go to a bar; they're always nice people. You can go alone; you'll be fine. <laughs> I live in Sydney. I'll go alone. I don't have any friends, <laughs> and they're always so nice. Yeah, so sweet. Well, it's been bit over an hour and oh, whoops. <laughs> I think that um yeah killing it killing it thanks for being our very first guest Brenton no yes, worries thank guys thank you so much you guys are nailing we're it. gonna buy you something pretty oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll print you off a picture of us <laughs> oh yeah that'd be good yeah I'll put it on my desk and be like oh remember that time yeah. <laughs> oh awesome righto guys well um I hope everyone enjoyed this episode because we we did I feel like I've learnt so much. Yeah, me too. That was really good. I feel like I've just grown as a person. I feel like I need to grow as a person. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, Well, say goodbye, Bridget. All right. Catch you guys later. It was fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.